The world has new billionaires. Here are the most notable newcomers on Forbes 2021 World's Billionaires list. So the average net worth of these 493 newcomers is two billion dollars. Their average age, 54, verse 63 for the overall list of 2,755 billionaires. A full 84 percent of them are self-made billionaires, who founded their companies rather than inherited them, verse 72 percent for the overall list. No country put more names on the Forbes list this year than China, which gained 205 new billionaires. Notable Chinese newcomers include its richest newcomer, 45-year-old Shen Zheping, worth 15.9 billion dollars, who is chairman and CEO of vaping device maker Smore International, and Kate Wang. Five billion dollar CEO of Chinese vaping company RLX Technology. At 39, she is one of the world's youngest self-made female billionaires. So the United States has the second highest number of newcomers with 98. That includes the famous faces like Kim Kardashian West, one billion dollars. Whose beauty and shapewear empire pushes her over the ten-digit mark? Hollywood mogul Tyler Perry, one billion dollars, and Apple CEO Tim Cook, one point three billion dollars. So the richest newcomer is also an American, Miriam Addison, who is worth thirty-eight point two billion dollars after inheriting the gambling empire. Built by her late husband, Sheldon Adelson, who died in January. Germany added the third most billionaires this year with 26, followed by Canada and India, with 19 apiece. In all, 36 countries have at least one new billionaire this year. The youngest fresh face on the list is Kevin David Lehmann, 3.3 billion dollars, heir to Germany's leading. Drugstore chain, DM Drogery Market. He's just 18 years old. Oh gosh, can you imagine being 18 years old and being a billionaire? Like you're practically not even an, an adult, right? You're practically a kid. So the youngest self-made billionaire to join the billionaire ranks this year is Austin Russell. Two point four billion dollars. The twenty-six-year-old founder of laser lidar startup Luminar, which makes sensors that help self-driving cars see in three D. Russell is one of ten new billionaires who have gotten super rich, cashing in on the SPAC boom over the past year. Short for Special Purpose Acquisition Companies, SPACs are blank check companies that go public in search of a private company to acquire and thus take public. Russell merged Luminar with a SPAC in December 2020. Other newcomers include serial SPAC sponsors Chamath Palyapdia, $1.2 billion, and Bill Foley, $1.9 billion. Others created new wealth in old-fashioned way by taking their companies public through a traditional IPO. 
Whitney Wolf Heard, $1.3 billion, took Bumble, the woman-centric dating app she co-founded in 2014, public on the Nasdaq in February, becoming the world's youngest self-made female billionaire at age 31. The richest new woman on the list also debuts after an IPO, Pandong, who chairs laundry detergent maker Blue Moon Group Holdings, took her company public in Hong Kong in December. She's worth $8.3 billion. Then there are the crypto billionaires. With cryptocurrencies booming yet again, Bitcoin skyrocketed 800% between mid-March 2020 and mid-March 2021, while Ripple's XRP rose 200%. Nine new members of the three comic club have emerged. The richest is 29-year-old Sam Bankman-Fried, who has amassed an $8.7 billion fortune as the founder of two crypto firms. His quantitative trading firm, Alameda, manages $32 billion in Bitcoin, other major cryptocurrencies, and other derivatives. He also founded the FTX exchange, which achieved unicorn status in January 2020, less than a year after its launch. Most of his wealth is tied up in FTX's equity and its FTT tokens. Other notable crypto billionaires include Silicon Valley scion Tim Draper, whose purchase of $18.7 million worth of Bitcoin confiscated by U.S. Marshals from the shuttered Silk Road black market in 2014, is now worth $1.5 billion as of March 2021. And Cameron Tyler Wickenvoss, $3 billion each, who famously used some of their settlement with Facebook to snatch up Bitcoin in the early days, the twin brothers own an estimated 70,000 Bitcoin, plus the crypto exchange Gemini, which processes about $200 million a day in trades. Another route to riches that was especially lucrative during the pandemic year, healthcare. Forbes found 61 new billionaires from the healthcare field this year, and at least 40 joined the ranks thanks to their involvement in the global fight against the COVID-19 pandemic. That includes Sergio Stevanto, $1.9 billion, an Italian billionaire whose family-owned Stevanto Group produces many of the glass vials used to house COVID-19 vaccines. He stepped down as CEO of the business in 2010, but still owns a 68% stake in his chairman, Emeritus. His son, Franco, is executive chairman. Other new healthcare billionaires on the COVID front lines include Prathap Reddy, $1.5 billion, an Indian billionaire doctor whose hospital chain has seen a doubling of its stock price amid a shift to focusing on treating and diagnosing COVID-19. Ugur Sahin, $4 billion, the Turkish-born physician who co-founded German firm BioNTech, which developed a vaccine in partnership with Pfizer. Stephanie Bonsell, Bonsel, $4.3 billion, the French CEO of U.S.-based firm Moderna, which had its COVID-19 vaccine approved in the U.S. in December, plus two of the company's co-founders and one of its early investors. 
Feel free to become a member, support this kind of like news, financial commentary in the description. Check out 40 bucks.com to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story, and we'll potentially turn it into a future episode. And feel free to give your thoughts as to these billionaires. Are there any billionaires in here that you like, don't like? Which one would you rather be? Like, which type of billionaire, if you could be a billionaire, what would you be, right? Would you be a crypto billionaire? Would you be a LiDAR billionaire? Would you be a dating app billionaire? Would you be a app billionaire? Would you be a billionaire who just typically holds funds and invests other people's money on their behalf and takes a percentage of that? Like, what type of billionaire would you want? Would you want a product? Would you want a specific massive corporation would you like a small operation would you like to be a single person billionaire because like for example the cryptocurrency billionaires technically speaking could just be billionaires just purely off of their crypto holdings for example the winklevosses right because they made a whole bunch of their money originally like millions and millions of dollars worth from facebook but put a large amount of money into Bitcoin very early on to the point when Bitcoin was super, super cheap. So they technically basically used cash and grew that cash into a crazy amount of money, which, you know, I definitely wouldn't complain about, right? Out of all the different options on here, personally, I'd probably rather be a crypto millionaire because you could use it like cash, you could basically do whatever you want with it. You are not really tied to anything. Like you could literally just, you could literally spend all that money if you really wanted to, which you shouldn't. But you have the option to, like, you have the freedom to do whatever you basically want with that type of money, which gives you a lot of control and a lot of power and a lot of influence with that type of money, right? Because, for example, the Winklevosses, right? They can literally just buy a company outright like that at the snap of a finger, right? For example, if you had $3 billion in like Bitcoin, you could just buy whatever company you have like your eye on, cash, right there and then. You like the idea? Okay, here's $100 million. Give me your company, right? Or if someone's creating like a uh, pretty interesting app that's starting to uh, pick up some traction, you're like, here, $20 million. Take it. Just give me your company, right? And a lot of people will. Like this is a strategy that like Google, Facebook used as well, where they offered like disgusting amounts of money that are basically buying a cookie for them, right? Like think about it. It's like, hey, here's a bottle of water, right? That's basically what it's like. They're like basically giving you a free bottle of water to them, right? In their mind, they're giving you a free bottle of water, but to you, it's life-changing. Like that's the type of like power and like influence having that amount of cash available to you can be. So that's probably what I would lean more to because I think that'd be a very awesome place to be in, a very awesome position to be in. Because just imagine that. Just like imagine like walking into a building and you're like, you know, I like this building. I'm just gonna buy it. So you go call up the owner and be like, hey. How much for your building? And he's like, I don't want to sell it. He's like, how much for your building? 
if you were to sell it. He's like, I'm not looking to sell it. He's like, I'll buy your building for $10 million right here, right now. And he's like, having to like hesitate a little bit. He's like, eh, I, don't, I don't know, right? Like, I, I really don't want to sell this building. He's like, $20 million right now, give me your building, right? Right now. All cash, right now, give me your building for $20 million. And a lot of people will just go and do that. Because when it comes down to it, if you can offer someone life-changing money, they're they're more willing to uh, side with you in certain things, right? So just keep that in mind. Sometimes having just a sheer amount of capital available to you can be extremely powerful. Because also, as an example, right, just to show you like the power of cash, let's take an example of like dividend stocks, right? And let's like use like AT&T. If you put, I believe, like a million dollars into AT&T stock, you could make, I believe, $70,000 per year literally doing nothing. Like literally just doing nothing. Just simply having the cash to buy AT&T. Like that's how crazy having a massive amount of capital can be available. Like, Like having a massive amount of capital available to you allows you to like make moves that other people just cannot make at scale. Like a good example of this, I believe like I believe Warren Buffett owns like an absurd amount of like Coca-Cola stock, right? You know like Diet Coke, Coke, that kind of product, Coca-Cola, right? I think he owns so much stock in that company that for like every six cans of soda that is sold, he basically makes one can's worth of profit from that. Like basically in like dividends. So basically if there's like six Coca-Cola cans being sold, one of them is basically going to him. That like that amount of money. So it's like is a crazy thing when you really think about it. It's like just the power that's available to you at that level would be amazing. Right? Like, just imagine having that amount of money to basically make moves that no one else could really even touch or making moves that are so grand that it's almost unbelievable. Like, imagine if you could literally make millions of dollars a year literally doing nothing but simply having so much cash that you decided to just stick your money into a dividend stock as a high-paying dividend stock or into like just the S&P 500 and even like the 1% or 2% that you make off of it, you're making millions of dollars from it. Like that's how crazy that would be. That would be so amazing. But not only that, that would allow you to basically continuously make bigger and bigger moves. For example, you basically could get to the point where you reach a certain net worth level or cash level that you that you could technically never run out of money, where you continuously make so much money from your investments, the cash, all that kind of stuff, to where you could continuously keep investing nonstop. Like for example, let's just say the whole 
well, instead of, let's say, $1 million, let's say $2 million, right? So let's say you put $2 million into AT&T, so you get, you know, I'm just doing like rough estimations. So you're doing, so you're getting like, what, $140,000 per year from that investment, right? So you own $2 million worth of, worth of AT&T, and you make $140,000 per year from that investment. That allows you to use that $140,000 that you get to put into even more investments that will in turn make you even more money, which in turn makes you even more money after that, which then in turn makes you even more money after that. And it can get to the point where you can have that continuously keep running and literally never touch it, never have to waste that money at all. Or you can basically have a situation where let's say, you have $1 million into like AT&T stock, so you make about like the $70,000, and then you have another $1 million into a similar high dividend paying stock, right, or alternative, maybe it's like real estate or something, and you make $70,000 from that investment, right? If you were to live off of one of those investments and just the investment that you get, like just the returns that you get, so you're living off of this like one seventy thousand dollar income stream. You could dedicate one hundred percent of that seventy thousand dollars that comes in into further investing, and continuously grow that and never touch it. So that's the coolest thing about having such a huge amount of cash available to you.